All right, many speculating three-time defensive player of the year, Aaron Donald, may face a suspension after video surfaced today of him swinging an opponent's helmet at the joint practice between the Bengals and the Rams. It was the opponent's helmet. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, if you really think about it, people Don't swing your own. Yeah, people always say in a fight, it's like, why take your helmet off? You know, a football fight. It's like, yeah, take the other guy's helmet. He's more vulnerable, and you use it as a weapon. And you're protected. I mean, let's just say this. Can you suspend someone for that kind of smart? That's just logic. (laughs) But now the question has to become, well, did you have to start swinging the helmet? Did you have, what was the cause of it? Do we have any sense of what drove it? Obviously, there was combustible um, tempers. I think you made a very good point about like between these teams, especially maybe you would expect that. Yeah, the fact that they've got the two teams who played in the Super Bowl doing joint practices together right before the season starts doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. First off, we no one has it. The two teams decided to do it. Right. The fact that they decided to do it yeah, is great. Yeah, but but each party, you know, wasn't like the league mandated. You're right. Right. So the question becomes: the Rams said, "Do we think it's a good idea?" Rams said, "Yes." Cincinnati, do we think it's a good idea? Cincinnati said yes. So no one really thought it was a bad idea. I find the game itself to be particularly interesting. Because my first thought when I saw that game was, man, it feels like Cincinnati's probably going to be extra motivated here. I mean, if you had to think the team that won the game, the Super Bowl, the team that lost the game, who would you expect to be more motivated? For a preseason game, certainly the team, because the Rams don't think this is anything. But even a regular season game. I mean, every if we act like every regular season game has the equal motivation for both teams, we're being foolish. So, if one felt like it was revenge, redemption, the other felt like it was a normal game. Maybe they're a little afraid of the game because they know the other team's going to be extra hyped up. Now, in the preseason, the Rams are as low effort or at least as low starter influenced. As any team in the league, they do. They've dismissed the preseason. The Rams. Now, a joint practice. You hear a lot about this now that the, a lot of coaches like these joint practices better than they like even a preseason game, because the theory is you can get into the situations you want, and because of that, if you got everyone playing as hard as a game, then it's better because you can say, hey. Each team gets maybe, I don't know, 30 plays to say, and maybe that's not the right number, but X number of plays to to practice where they want to practice. Then the defense gets to do something. Hey, we want to go against the fade. We want to, it feels like there's a lot of mutual, like you help me, we'll help you between the teams. Don't forget, head coach of the Bengals used to be on McVay's staff. So obviously there's a history between them to try to help each other. What, What could have happened? on the field that would have got Donald this worked up because he he's known as a very violent player, an aggressive player, but not a dirty player. It's not like he has a rep as a dirty player. We talked about this one day that you were gone when the Patriots and Panthers had had scuffled about how it, it, it I compared it to MMA sparring. Sparring with guys from other gyms is always dangerous because you never know their intensity level versus yours. And if one guy's going harder than the other, then it, like in a game, you know both teams are going to be at 10. In this situation, though, one team may be practicing at an 8 intensity, the other at a 6. The 6 gets punked out. 
you know, now they're trying to go to nine, and that's when these tempers start to flare. I think that's why you see this happening so often. I don't know what the exact thing was with Aaron Donald, but I think it's probably someone wasn't matching his intensity. See what's happening so often in what regard? What is happening? The fights that are breaking out at these joint practices. We, you saw, if you saw Hard Knocks this last week with the Lions, the same thing happened there. Uh, the, the Panthers and Patriots earlier in this preseason they had fights every day that they had practice together. Uh, it seems but to be there, just the norm. More, are there more fights than in the practices within the same team? It's just not being covered the same way? Because you hear about training camp fights all the time. Um... I'm not sure. I know for sure they've been reported more prevalently or, or widely. I don't know. I mean, you. I mean, you followed the Houston Texans closely when you were local there. Were there fight in a given? You would go to um, at different points. You would go to practice, right? Sure. And in a given practice, what percentage of the time were there fights? Pushing and shoving regularly, full on swinging, almost never. In fact, I can't recall one ever. Full on swing, like where like, guys were swinging punches at each other or, or, or brawling. Wow, wow! So you're saying two people never swing or, or swung punches at each other? Not at a practice that I saw. Wow, that's surprising. No wonder Houston never won any. <laughs> I mean, that's. I mean, I, I I do I do agree that that in general you're not going to have the whole team in like a gang fight kind of situation where there's like a groups of people fighting because they generally don't have a beef, right? It's going to be the people that have a beef, you know, the individual players. Now, when you have opposite teams or different teams. It kind of makes sense that 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 there's not going to be as much restraint. You're going to have more like, hey, protect my guy, right? And maybe that's the whole story here. Maybe the confrontations, one on one, are about the same as a regular practice, but then when it does break out, it spreads quicker because these are two different teams playing each other. We are straight out of Vegas, but really, could the possible argument be the NFL needs less violence? Meaning, there's been a lot of, of aggression taken out of the game. Um, a lot of people will say it's good for the long-term health of the game, that it becomes more um, acceptable to the masses. Those that would say, oh, no, this is uncomfortable how violent the game is, that contingent has really disappeared because the game's gotten less violent. Uh, CTEs, obviously, has been a driver of that, trying to stop the idea of, of a da- that type of damage. I'm not sitting here too much. I'm a Steeler fan, so I've always I grew up watching some very aggressive football. Hard nosed, but it's easy to sit on your couch and talk about hard nosed, right? So to some degree, I understand that, and I'm saying if it's best for the health of these people, even though they're making millions of dollars, I don't particularly think the difference in a more violent game is so much. It's worth people having, let's say, problems playing with their grandkids. Sure. So I accept the direction of the league. I don't accept, though, that we should make every time there's any physical violence that we're going to go, oh, my God, I can't believe it. So in a weird way, is this maybe a non-story? Is, it, is the story here, does Donald get suspended? 
and and everything else doesn't really matter because no one got hurt. And hey, these are men playing a violent game. I think if these guys were just throwing punches, it wouldn't be a big story. The the idea of taking off a helmet and swinging it at someone it goes beyond like even acceptable violence in the NFL. It, beyond Pittsburgh Steelers old school acceptable violence, even this is like that it, it crosses a line. So obviously it was in a game, but the Steelers were involved as the victims. Yeah. In this case, in in, in a similar situation with Miles Garrett, he got six games. Personally, I felt like that's not a great analogy because, one, there was all these racial um, accusations, which to this day has not been resolved. And it's something I said very clearly on this show, on Fox Sports Radio, on Straight Out of Vegas. I said, if you really think about what's been said, either Miles Garrett is accusing Mason Rudolph of racism unfairly or Mason Rudolph is a racist. There's no possibility, logically, that one of those two wasn't true. Well, which one was true? Because they're both playing in the league. Either Miles Garrett is playing as a guy who made false accusations, extremely serious accusations, or Steelers have, for another season and then another season now, at least it would seem he's going to be on the team, Kept a racist on the team. Which one do we do we think Mike Tomlin? I'm a Steeler fan. Do we think Mike Tomlin's doing that? Mason Rudolph's not that good. I don't know <laughs> no. how good the quarterback would have to be <laughs> that Tomlin would overlook racism. I, I don't know if that even exists. I'm pretty sure it's not Mason Rudolph. I, I agree with that. But somehow Miles Garrett's one of the favorites to win the Player of the Year, and no one's talking about it, are they? No. It's inconvenient. I know. So to me, that seemed like a different situation. Do you see it as analogous? Do you see it as maybe Donald should get six games? Because that's what Garrett got. It's almost impossible to say that because, the, the, like you said, one was during an NFL game, you know, hundreds of thousands of people watching, millions of people probably watching. Yeah, for sure. This was a, a practice that got recorded on a cell phone camera. This isn't, you know. Well, we got to figure the teams were recording the practice. You got to wonder about their footage. Sure. Right. So I mean, it originally breaks because of a fan, right, recording it. Um, Garrett is the favorite to win Defensive Player of the Year. Interesting. 7-1 to payoff. And remember, his suspension was an indefinite suspension that just happened to go to the end of the season. And then well, they but, said... But, but they knew how many games was left, right? Sure. But, I mean, they, technically, they could have kept him suspended longer well, yeah, if they wanted. Cadell could do anything he wants. We've learned that. I mean, I mean, what could he do? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he could even get your revoked press pass from the Texans <laughs> back. Maybe. If he really put his mind to <laughs> it. <laughs> But that one might be one of the more difficult that ones. That takes some swing. We are, <laughs> we are straight out of Vegas. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. I think that the way this story goes will be based upon how big it gets. Meaning, we saw this with the Ray Rice situation. When there was no film of it, it was two-game suspension. Then the video comes out, and it, it's changed the league effectively. Every decision they've made on punishment has been an offshoot of that decision been trying to redeem themselves in a way, it would seem, for that decision. I think if we get like some good footage and see the helmet making contact and, and real violence, I think Donald could get a game or two. I think the two games is the outside of it. Or if we see some kind of provocation from the other side, maybe it... it... But what is the provocation for that? 
Maybe maybe racist. Somebody taking a cheap shot. A you know. Stomping on a knee, punching someone low. I think there's things like that that could that would be okay. I don't know no, that would make it acceptable to swing a helmet at someone. Well, I'm looking at the footage right now. It doesn't seem like the helmet got swung. Am I missing it? Or yes. Yeah, you're missing it. It's okay, I over see the top, like kind of a tomahawk. Yeah. yeah. The interesting thing is, you got to one. See, if he was smart, he would have got rid of that helmet when he was going down. <laughs> Because you could see if you're in a situation where you're, you're grabbing at someone. Now, again, I, I could imagine being this strong. You're, you're grabbing at someone, you rip off their helmet, and then you're just going to punch, and it doesn't matter what's in your hand. You could have taken a pastrami sandwich back, you would have been punching with it, right? But then after that first punch, you don't think you keep tomahawking with it. I don't know. Listen, as I think the breaking news is you can't imagine being as strong as Aaron Donald. No, right? no, no. I mean, I, I could see some of the guy. He's just, you know, he's bigger, he's stronger. No. But, but I will say this is he has a reputation of playing as hard as you can play, as violently as you can play within the rules. He certainly is not like Mean Joe Green. He became a very lovable guy when he did that Coca Cola commercial. Thanks, Mean Joe. Yeah, look it up if you haven't seen it. The youngsters. It was a, he put on like forty pounds that offseason. That was the end of his career. That commercial. It really was. I mean, he he kept drinking Coca Colas. Took like forty takes. Apparently, full sugar. Yeah, full. Yeah, it was full sugar too. So to me, it's not surprising that Donald was involved in this. It's just the question is because he is an aggressive player. The question is how extreme we think it is. My over under would be. A half a game. I think there's less than a 50% chance he gets even one game. But I think if you told me, I'll give you two to one that he gets one game, I think I might take the, yeah, he'll get a game. I think the odds are probably 30% he gets, maybe 35% he gets one game. Wrapping up here, Mackenzie, over, under, plus 200 for one game. What do you take? I think you made a good line. I would take the plus 200. I'd made the, yeah, I would take plus 200 that he gets one game over, under a half. Thank you. AJ. I agree with McKenzie. So, would you take plus 180, plus 160? Where would you stop taking it? I think plus 200 is the right number. So, I made the perfect line I off think the you cuff. did, yeah. All right, that's all I can do. When we come back, the Cowboys.